Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. White, the running back out of Georgia, I really like him. He goes to the uh, Raiders because, you know the Raiders, you get a hit in the draft. They have all those draft picks from a couple years ago. Four of them, not one of them got a fifth-year option. Cleveland Farrell's part of that deal. Josh Jacobs part of that deal. Jonathan Abram part of that deal. I mean, not one of them got a fifth-year option, which is interesting. That's, That's terrible. Yeah, you got to draft well. But uh, joining us now from Arrowhead Stadium, uh, who's on the 25-yard line and uh, putting more stiff arms than uh, than Derrick Henry, Dusty Likens. What's up, Dusty? Bink, doing well, man. How are you? We're doing good, my friend. What, yeah. It sounds like it's crazy out there. I loved your interview it's with Kimball Anders there. Oh, that was fun. You. And uh, – it's just nuts out there. How many people out there? I mean, they said 4,000. Uh, I think they're easily at that. I mean, it's all season ticket holders, and there's a ton of fans. I mean, to the, to my right, immediate right is is the 106.5, the Wolf Booth, and they have the – you remember the the Brian Kelly? He did the stuff with LSU recruits where they do like the little, like, video or it would oh, yeah. around. Oh, yeah. So, like, Love it. Yeah. Well, like, everyone here that's done that today has done better than Kelly did. Um, <laughs> and then so awkward. In oh, it's, it's completely video. awkward. And, and the same thing happens because it's great. Like, that's what I watched during – like, I listen to you guys, obviously, the whole time. And then I look over, and there are these, like, people that they don't know what's going on because this thing whips around you so yeah. fast. Like, you have no idea what to do. And some people are pros. Like, the cheerleaders came over here and flexed on everybody. Yeah. And, like, showed you, like, sit back and here's how we do it. And then the next thing, it's, like, suburban dad mom, and they get a sign. And they're like, <laughs> do we do we move? Do we put a thumbs up? So it's uh, it's been pretty fun, man. There's there's tons of great smells. Binkley, I've heard rumors of $2 beers. Mm. You and I would not make it to 3 o'clock <laughs> today if we were out here together. Uh, but, I mean, you got barbecue. You got, you know, beers. You got fans, football. They got the ambassadors on the stage now. They got Tomba, Kendall Gammon, and uh, and Sean Barber, and he's just being a fool, like you can obviously imagine. Yeah, yeah. And, and Mitch is up there uh, leading the pack. But you know, Clark was just Clark Hunt was just on the main stage, and you know they're all up here. And yeah, the announcement of Kimball Anders was pretty sweet because you know they're running out of room uh, <laughs> on the Ring of Honor. So 
I don't want to say things that might tick people off, but I, you know, at a new stadium, you could have a whole lot more room yeah, for Ring yeah. of Honor members. You know, well, so. just digital, all digital. You know, have them just yeah. change, just yeah, change, change the board right. out like there. Every ten yeah. seconds, a new name pops up. You know, just change it uh, right. like that. All right, I heard you talk to Kimball about uh, barbecue plates, Dust Man. What would be yeah. yours? Man, I see. I'm a mixture of like I would get everybody's like from every house, so I'd probably get a slap from Slaps. I'd probably get some burn-ins from Jack Stack. I'd get some brisket from Q39, and I'd probably get a Z-Man for an appetizer from uh, from uh, KC Joe's. And then sides. I mean, you got to go beans and cheesy corn from Jack Stack if you really want to just go all out. So, oh man, Here's I know that I know that's a lot. And then and then you know you got to get wings somehow. You got to get you got to get some sort of dessert. I mean, I'm. I don't eat as much as I used to because I can't. I'm getting older. Death can be very scary at that point. But if I had to go all out, that's where I'm going with my uh, with my barbecue order. I, I've had those beans at Smokehouse for like 30 years. I mean, I've been eating them since high school. I mean, honestly, before every game you had to have it. But the bottom line is I like how you do, Dusty, because you're a big golfer too. And, you know, there's some golf courses that will take like the best hole. Yeah. Instead of all these courses and they'll have like one little all-star course. Yeah. Where they try to recreate holes. That's what you got to do. Oh, and then if, if I'm you going recreated to- barbecue in this town, it'd be insane. It, yeah, and if I put sauce on anything, it's Gates Extra Hot. There's not a better barbecue sauce in the world than Gates Hot. Gates Hot uh, right there. But Isaiah Spiller, the outstanding running back for Texas A&M, goes to the Chargers. So the Chargers grab another running back, Cade York. I like the, him, too. We have a kicker. We've got nice. a kicker alert being taken by the <laughs> Cleveland Browns. Oh, it's not the Raiders taking Janikowski no, in the third? No, Cade, Cade York goes to the – I bet the Cleveland Browns fans love that. A yeah. kicker in the fourth round. Well, they still have Baker Mayfield, so they're not really in love with anything at this point. Binkley, I was going to ask you though, when it comes to, to when it comes to the draft, and, it, and and you see these guys go round by round by round, how important to you is like the fifth, sixth, and seventh round for football teams? The fifth, sixth. How important is it? I mean, what do you? What, what kind of you know value can you get in a fifth, sixth round pick that can really shape a team? Well, Tyreek Hill. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Stephon Diggs. Fifth round pick, Antonio Brown, you know, mid round pick. I mean, it, but Dusty, here's the thing, though. I mean, that's few and far between. Yeah, right. I could sit there and list the name of stars, and I could spend all day listing fifth, sixth, and seventh rounders that didn't pan out. You know, like Cornell Powell for the Chiefs last year, they're still waiting on him. And last year was a weird year with no combine. But, you know, as Brett Veach said, uh, he thinks a running back can go for 1,000 yards, picked in the late rounds or undrafted free agent. I like the seventh round a lot. I know it sounds weird. Because you get to take guys so you don't have to fight over them with UEDFAs. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah, yeah. But I no. think you can get lucky. I mean, Nick Allegretti's a seventh-round pick. It started a Super Bowl for this team. Trey Smith's a pretty good six-round pick as well, if you yeah, remember that one. Yeah, that's, that's pretty, pretty good. Solid, yeah, that's pretty good, yeah. Right? Uh, Binkley and Chris, you guys, uh, I know you guys are uh, in the studio, but, you know, I think that if you were to take this atmosphere and, and try to describe it to you guys, it's very windy. But everybody wants to see you guys. Everyone thinks that you guys are here because everyone said they came in, they were listening to the radio, and they're very disappointed just seeing my face here. <laughs> and they're like, where are the other guys at? I'm like, well, they're in the studio. And uh, so just to let you guys know, you have a lot of fans uh, out here. No one gives a rip about me today. It's all about Binkley <laughs> and Chris and where they've been. And everyone has said they're listening to 610 Sports Radio on their way into the stadium today. So you guys are everywhere, man. Well, it's not true because we've had a text line and we've had callers asking where the Dirty Werewolf is. Oh, so yeah, they're, right. They're calling about you here. <laughs> yeah, right. No, that's, I'm, that, I'm not kidding. You're a nice guy. You're popular, they're popular on the text line. It is kind of nice to see how, like, it's almost like a, a, a adult trick-or-treat because a lot of these little booths have, like, things they're giving away. You want to know what the number one sell right now is? Chapstick and koozies. 
<laughs> I'm dead serious. Those are the things that are flying off the shelf to the booth next to me at 106.5 The Wolf, our sister station, where you can hear the Chiefs games on Sundays, is that it's literally chapstick and koozies. And, Bigley, I'm going to do one more better for you. I'm going to have some guests join your show today that are newly acquired Chiefs players. Ooh. So you've got that coming your way today oh, yeah. as well. Oh. When it comes to uh, we got old Chiefs players going to the Ring of Honor, and you got new Chiefs players that maybe one day go to the Ring of Honor, and you'll have all that today on your draft special show here on 610 well, Sports Radio. I, I hope, Dirty Werewolf, you have a headset there with you too. I hope you're on here with us. Hey, man. Uh, you know, we'll see if they can get them over here. We'll see what they're going to be doing. But I know that there is uh, confirmed that they are in town, that there are some players that have been picked in the last two or three days that are in town, and uh, they might get some werewolf questions. You know, we might not be able to stump them on barbecue, but we'll we'll get them, you know, loosened up and ready for the for the great station, 610 Sports Radio and Chiefs football, man. I love the draft fest now because these draft picks come back. This is fun. Yeah. I remember a couple of years ago when Eric Fisher was selected number one. Yeah. I was at that draft fest because I was I was doing work. They had me down at the comedy then or down at the draft that night at Arrowhead. I'll never forget it because that place just cleared out. Yeah. I mean, when they make the first pick on the car, like right. this year they had to wait <laughs> to the first round, but it like cleared out. Once they got fish, like, we're good, we'll leave you. But now this third I hear the music behind here, Dusty. Yeah. It's actually a really nice day. Yeah, I mean it's it's windy, like that's for sure, but I mean like Take the ladder, man. You want it yesterday's weather, you want today's weather. I'll take 20-mile-an-hour wind gusts over uh, over a monsoon and a hurricane outside because, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good turnout, man. Like, I guess the way they do it here is you sit in your season, uh, season ticket seats. Nice. And then you can watch everything or you can just roam the field. And I'm not going to lie to you, man. Like, I stepped on this field. It's the first time I've ever been on Arrowhead's field. I was like a little jelly leg for the first five minutes. I'm like, <laughs> wow, man. Like, some of the greats that have been on this field and here – Here's my lame ass here, you know, with a headset and, and some shoes. It's but, a, you know, it's, it's a little it, overwhelming the first time you step on air. No doubt, it's Chris. Like, oh, my God. Oh, I watch people all yeah. every week during the fall play here. It's I really like cool. If you had fun, Dustin, just crossing the goal line, you know, maybe just. Oh, just man. Fun. Maybe I see if somebody will throw a football to you in the end zone. You know, I tried to do it. I tried to see if there's like a kid out here that would throw it to me. He gave me the pump fake and checked down. Oh, I couldn't dude, believe that's it. That's insulting. Yeah. I was like, hey, man, I'm going for the fly, you know, the corner. I want yeah. to react. Yeah. The, the double move Kelsey hit on uh, Buffalo with 13 yeah. seconds left. Kid hit me with a pump fake. I was so excited. Undercut me in zone. I maybe was like, it okay. Was, maybe it was Alex Smith and he just wasn't confident he could make the throw. He just, so he you know, check down. he went high percentage, Chris. I can't blame him. He looked at me, saw my body type, That's and an said, this isn't a 50-50 ball. This is a 20-90 ball. I can't do 20-80 <laughs> ball. I can't even do math, let alone probably catch a ball in the corner of the end zone. But, yeah, it is, it is pretty insane. I'm sure there's listeners on the text line or people that have been here today. You look up, and it's just like, man, I don't know how these people – like when they say when Arrowhead's rocking and there's 70,000 people here in the top of their lungs, I don't know what I'd do if I saw that and I was where I'm at right now. Like I said, 25-yard line, visitor sideline, and you look up and just thinking that, that all these seats would be filled in a playoff game, like – that just tells you how cool, calm, and collected some of these players are and how some of these players, maybe like a Josh Allen, when he comes here during the AFC Championship game, why he actually does kind of slip a little bit because it's, man, it's nuts, man. It's it's big, it's fun, it's loud, and, you know, people are rowdy, and it's April 30th. We got we got lots of time till we even kick off for the new season, so it'll be interesting to see how the rest of the day plays out. I know this is going to be anticipated year, but I, I mean, I know last year was anticipated the year before, but yeah, I'm not so sure that uh, this is not the most anticipated. They have the revenge game against the Bengals this year. You're playing the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Like this is one of those years Mahomes could just cement himself as the top dog in the NFL. How great would that be? Because I, I asked, uh, I think I asked Cody and Gold that the other day. I was in the studio and I said, 
I said, hey, guys, what happens if he does it again? And I know Chris and I have had this conversation, but what if, what if Mahomes goes to another AFC championship after the offseason we've had? Binkley, I know you follow football, you know, since Reagan was in office. And the thing about this is, is that, like, I've never seen a division in any sport get this loaded and get this talented on one side. It's not even – no wonder Tom got out of retirement. He's got Aaron Rodgers who doesn't have anybody to throw to, and he's got himself and the Bucks as the candidates out of the, out of the NFC. They should both walk to the NFC Championship game, and then the AFC, you've got all the firepower. Russ got out of the NFC. Devontae Adams got out of the NFC. Everyone's building up. Cincinnati built up their offensive line. Buffalo's still great. The Chargers in your division. The Raiders in your division. If Mahomes does it this year, I don't want to hear it anymore. I don't want to hear about, oh, he's, you know, he's in the perfect system, so it works. Brady never had this type of competition. He hasn't done it yet, so I'm not coining him that. But that's why when I joined you earlier, I called it the prove-it year. Because what next? Like, what's going to be the excuse if he does it again? It's a good question. Eric Uzuknama from Texas Tech, that wide receiver. That some people link to I'm the I'm really Chiefs. proud of you for getting that name right. Uzuknama. He, he that one. Uh, hey, I got the college wrong for our draft pick out of Wisconsin. <laughs> I thought it was Nebraska. I was so excited. I'm looking Dude. at white and red going, that's not where Leo went, man. Big was, Big was looking at me, yeah. and, I, and he was like, oh, no, he it's got it, it wrong. And yeah. He didn't know who it was, and I, I had to tell him after you uh, during the break. I was like, he's, he's talking about Leo. Chanel. I was talking about Leo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, you know, when the, when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor, did you run yeah. a roll, man? Hell no. So I, I understood <laughs> it, though, because I can understand, like, Wisconsin and Nebraska, yeah. similar-looking uniforms. So I can understand. Yeah, one's a W, one's an N. You know, what what can I do? Maybe I got my first pair of Zumba pants in front of me now, so those are out. Some of these brave souls have worn shorts, cutoffs. Um, It's a tough day for shorts, man. That's a a quick jolt of a breeze up the thigh. I can tell you that much. Today's a good joggers and hoodie day. Today's a very good day for that. I got a jacket, long sleeve shirt, and pants on, man. I'm not – I didn't mess around. The Raiders took Neil Farrell Jr., defensive tackle out of LSU. I think oh, they'd, I like stick, I think they'd I stay like away him. from guys named Farrell. Ah, Cleveland. Well. <laughs> and then Pierre Strong Jr., the running back, South Dakota State, goes to the Patriots. And the great tight end from Iowa State, Charlie Kohler, goes to the Baltimore Ravens. We're pick 128. Dustman, we'll check in with you in just a little bit, my friend. Hey, Binkley, stay safe, Chris. Keep that man entertained as well. Yes, sir. We have to take a timeout, Chris, because we're at pick 129. We're pick 29. The Chiefs pick is coming up here and just uh, is the party rages on with us, man. You hear it? And the hands go up. So we'll take a timeout. <laughs> we come back. We'll tell you who the Chiefs take next. You're listening to Bink's NFL Draft Special on 610 Sports Radio. Brought to you by Window World, the official window of the Kansas City Chiefs. Welcome back to the Chiefs Draft Special. Jay Bankley, Kristen Ocero, Dusty Likens, live at Arrowhead Stadium. Chiefs are getting closer and closer. One guy remains, Tariq Woolen. How about him? University of Texas, San Antonio, a Love 4 that 2 kid. 6 guy. Yeah, he is incredibly four, two, athletic. 6, the best at the uh, combine. Yeah, one of the things we know about the Chiefs, they love guys who are incredible athletes, even if they're raw technically. They love incredible athletes. And they could use a little bit more depth at corner. 
So I think Tariq Woolen would be an excellent pick for them in the fourth round here. I think you could get a guy like him, and if he develops into a starting corner at some point, you're going to have an immaculate athlete out there on the field. So I, I love this. I love him as a potential prospect. I, I thought he was actually going to go in the, in the third round, so well, I'm surprised he's going to be there. Here. Yeah, it looks like he's going to be here. They got, there's a couple more picks after this Ravens pick until the Chiefs. So call. the last three picks, Pierre Strong, the running back at South Dakota State, goes to the Patriots. Charlie Kohler, the tight end from uh, Iowa State, and he really dropped. I mean, I really thought he was probably looking at the second round this year. This I mean, isn't a great tight end draft at it, all, man. It, it's not because we have another tight end right after him, Jake Ferguson, Wisconsin. I like Jake Ferguson as well. He goes uh, to the Dallas Cowboys. Jordan Stout, the punter. Punter alert. Why, why did they take Ariazza from San Diego <laughs> State? Like, he's by far the best punter in the draft. Whoa, wait, they, they didn't take the San Diego State kid? No, he's not taken. Wow. So Jordan That's Stout, actually really surprising. The punter goes to the Ravens, the Titans next, and the Packers, the Bucks, the 49ers, then the Kansas City Chiefs as we get closer and closer to the Kansas City Chiefs. But, yeah, they didn't take uh, – we've seen kickers. That we, kickers are valuable, man. I know we don't talk about it, but they're, they're a valuable commodity. Valuable commodity. But just one pay, uh, punter taken. It's not Ariaza from San Diego State. I'm a little bit surprised. He was the best kicker in college football last year. Yeah, they can be very valuable. I just, I don't know if I would draft a kicker this high. <laughs> like, you look at it like the Chiefs found Butker. Well, unless it's a place kicker that's automatic. Because, yeah. like, Justin Tucker, that guy wins games for you. Remember the NFL record he had against yeah. the Lions? Yeah. Won a game. But, like, you no, know, the Chiefs have, have done really well with Butker. Bucker was a guy they picked up off the Panthers practice squad. So, like, I don't know if I would be taking kickers. And a guy punters. they almost drafted, by the way. Yeah, they, they almost drafted him and they didn't. So it's like, but they were able to get him anyways. I mean, I, I do agree. You need to have a, a a competent kicker. You don't need a great kicker, but a competent kicker. It's nice to have one that can hit from long range. Should you need that in a, in a crucial game like what we saw last year? I mean, in 2020, when they played against the Chargers in Los Angeles and he hit from 58, that was great. But I, I, I just feel like it's like, I don't know if I'd use a pick this high on a kicker. I'd probably wait till like maybe five through seven. Fourth round, I'm taking some more shots in the dark at, at other posi positions of more importance. Well, Matt Ariaza was supposed to be the guy. This is the Ray he guy was. award winner. Yeah. is the best player in the They actually country. did a profile on him on NFL Network before the draft started. So, I guess they didn't like him. I don't know what it was, but he didn't go uh, first overall. So, uh, punters are being taken here in the fourth round. Punter and a kicker taken in the fourth round as we get close Closer and closer to the Kansas City Chiefs selecting. Tariq Woolen, as he said, still out there. He's the 4-2-6 speed UTSC, oh, UTSA, Texas San Antonio going. And the uh, Ravens just picked Jordan Stout, as we said, the punter from Penn State. So we have uh, four more picks before the Kansas City Chiefs select. Best available players right now. Sam Howe's still out there, by the way, that quarterback. I don't know why he's he's falling, but uh, Calvin Austin also very interesting. Still out there. He's the outstanding wide receiver from Memphis. Um, JoJo Doman from Nebraska, the outside linebacker. I know people like JoJo, especially around here. Isaiah Likely, the tight end uh, from Coastal Carolina. Will the Chiefs grab somebody else? Kingsley Ingabari from South Carolina. Ingabari, I know a lot of people – like Tim, not exactly great testing results uh, that he had there. I like him. I, I like him a lot. He was 
a lot of people had him as a second round pick, like a late second round pick. And obviously he's fallen now to at least the fourth. But I think if they could get a guy like him. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Um, or Tariq Woolen, but if they could get a guy like him and make him a developmental guy, kind of like what they did with like Josh Kando last year, um, I think that that could actually provide some really good value for them because the Chiefs are going to be a team that's going to need some depth at their edge rushing spot. Frank, it ain't, he ain't going to be here for that much longer. So they're going to have to obviously try and take some shots at potentially finding a replace for, replacement for him soon because you kind of want to have two edge rushers. So if you can find some value there with Kingsley and Nogbare, that I think that'd be an excellent pick for them. Uh, locally, we saw a uh, running back from center high school being taken. Rashad White, uh, third round pick out of Arizona State, went to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, local kid. Again, several local kids looking at Lucas Cruel out of Mill Valley. Throughout the first pitch of the Royals game is a tight end, and I really like him. He joined us uh, last week here on our draft special. Uh, by the way, this draft special brought to you by Window World, the official window of the Kansas City Chiefs. One guy I did like that was Arnold Debicati. I know yes, he goes to yes. Atlanta, but it's yeah. a guy that I really like. But I like he Karloftis off too. The screen, I just didn't think Karloftis would end up where the Kansas City Chiefs had him. Nobody did. Not maybe, No, I shouldn't say that. A few people did. But most of us did not think he would last. We thought that he, we, the Chiefs would have to trade up to go get him. It's very surprising that he, he was there at 30, for sure. This is one of those drafts. This is one of those drafts where it's hard to find your favorite player out of the bunch because there's so many players 
that I actually like in this draft. I mean, if you want to go offense, say Sky Moore, but Brian Cook and the way he hits on defense, you know, maybe a big George Karloftis fan. I'm curious if you had all the rookies' jerseys, who would be the top jersey taken? Maybe it's Trent McDuffie. I think, oh, man, that's tough. I can see Sky Moore because it's the sexy position. It's the wide receiver. I've already seen some people saying he should get Tyreek's number at 10. I, I actually want him to take 24, which is the number he had in college, because it's a running back's number, and I think it'd be funny for number 24 to be catching passes out wide. But I, I, I actually really do like, uh, I, I think him, being in that position there, being the the wide receiver, the sexy position everyone wanted, I think he'll probably be it, especially if he turns out to be really good. Romeo Dobbs, the wide receiver out of Nevada, goes to Green Bay. So, all right, they, we were wondering who they're going to get as pass catchers. The Buccaneers on the clock now at 133. We are two picks away from the Kansas City Chiefs selecting. And once again, the Chiefs will have a fifth-round pick as well due to that trade in the second round to the Patriots pick 158. No six-rounders. They weren't going to have a fifth or a six-rounder, but they find the fifth-rounder. 11 total picks for the Kansas City Chiefs. They had six picks today. Well, they have six picks today. I want to see Tariq Woolen. That's the guy that I want. Four-two-six speed. Yeah, maybe uh, Raw has played a punter ton of comes off the board for the Buccaneers. Jake Camarda from Georgia. I haven't seen yeah, Jake Camarda from Georgia. So the second punter taken in this round, wow. and none of our Matt Ariaza. None of our Ariaza. Wow. Like remember, people were joking around like he was the Heisman Trophy candidate early on because his punts were just so good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, that's surprising. So we've seen two punters, just three picks ahead of you. I saw Jordan Stout out of Penn State. I wonder if Matt Ariaza gets taken now. Just because the run on punters, I didn't expect a run on punters, but we have a, we have two out of the last four. We have a run on punters, Chris, officially. Yeah, that's very surprising that there's a run on punters now, but it's happening. 49ers pick is in, which means that the Chiefs pick Chiefs will be on the clock here in a little bit. Uh, but yeah, it's very it's surprising. Like I said, I'm surprised that teams are taking punters this high. Oh, and by the way, Sky Moore is 24. Sky Moore is 24. Yeah, yeah that's official. Oh, yeah. it's okay. So he chose to, good, good. I see good. the jersey. Yeah, this is what he wore at Western Michigan. Yeah, I will consider purchasing a Sky Moore jersey if he turns out to be really good because he, he looks so good on tape. He really does. He looks so good on. Tape. You know my jersey rules, man. I I and they have to be good first before I. No, in, you in know the jersey positions. rules. Certain size. Certain size and weight, Chris. No, you could get. You're a bigger. I think you're more no. of a Karloftis. No, I'm not wearing no damn Karloftis jersey. I think you're more of a Karloftis. I'm actually, I'm actually down in my more. weight anyway. So well, all right, but I don't soon know if you're I'll Sky be, Moore I'll yet. be, I'll be wide receiver sized soon, and then I'll, I'll look really good. I'll be bigger. I'll be bigger than Sky Moore, and you know, I'll look like an NFL wide receiver. People you, already you ask me now if I play football. No, no, I'm not getting. I because I don't even know if Leo Chanel. How about that? No, I'm not. No, he's like a blitzing linebacker. No, I'm not getting 255 pounds. No, I have no idea what you weigh, but I'm just saying I'm, I'm about to. I mean, I'm in the two like 256. That's perfect. No, I'm not doing perfect. That. I'm not getting that jersey. I'm getting the offensive guy's jersey. <laughs> Unless the only way I'm getting Karloftis is if, is if he turns into like the next Jared Allen. That's the only only way I'm getting Karloftis. The thing that drives me nuts is when you see the one and zero, like when you saw Tyree Kill of a training camp, the uh, the fans. Yeah, yeah, they're way too big. I. Yeah, Always no, yeah. If, if you're three if you're spins, a, you don't have any. Yeah, if you're 300 pounds, you got to wear a defensive lineman jersey. Or offensive line. Or offensive line. You know, grab you a Tooney. Grab yeah, you a Creed Humphrey. You a Creed and show, show Creed some love. He can, get, he can get some of the portions from the jersey sale. Yeah, no, you but can do Spencer that. Burford, UTSA, the offensive tackle, goes to the Niners. 
So another UTSA guy in Tariq Woolen now sits there for the Kansas City Chiefs that are on the clock right now in the fourth round. Getting ready to tell you who the Kansas City Chiefs select as soon as we find out. But, yeah, they're on house money at this point. They really addressed their needs early on. You can almost make an argument for any particular position they go. Because, again, you're talking the fourth round. You expect a fourth rounder to come in here right away and play a ton. Well, I mean, Trey Smith was a sixth rounder, and he played last year. By the way, uh, Dusty just tweeting out, Mitch Holtis is up on stage. He asked uh, Leo Chanel what he likes to bring to the team. Violence <laughs> and physicality. Dude, Trey Smith. Trey Smith, I, I, dude, I, I, I told you, we talked about this in the opening segment of this show, and I said the one thing that this draft, the one word that you could describe this draft class is toughness, because Andy Reid in his press conference after round one, toughness, that, I, I like to hear that. I don't, I don't even know if Leo Chanel is going to be good or not. Well, Trey Smith liked the herpes. I don't know if you watched any of his uh, Jeff Schwartz, Mitch Schwartz brother. Yeah. He's got like a quarterback camp type stuff, but it's for linemen. And he was talking about, you know, in high school, his coach looked at him and said, hey, man, you're too big to be like this. But he's a guy that fell. And he fell so much, Chris, that if you remember at his, uh, at his media deal, he had a Chiefs hat. And a lot of times those hats are given the second, third rounders where they give you all yeah. the hats because they expect you – and you throw the hat on. So he was expected to go much earlier than he was. And those medicals pushed him back. Yeah. Like he had a chip on his shoulder when he got here. Oh, yeah. Because he, he talent-wise, he was good enough to go in the second or third round. He only fell because of the medicals. And you know how teams are. They're they're really risk-averse a lot of times when it comes to the, to the draft. So it didn't shock me. But like I said, when I heard five-star athlete, really good, only issue is medicals. I was like, the Chiefs got to steal. Like they, he's going to play over LDT. Unfortunate because we all love the Canadian he was doctor. The number one recruit in the nation in high school. Yes, he was a great, great prospect coming out of high school. And at Tennessee, he was awesome there. The only issue was medicals. Medicals, man, so this looks like Chiefs a lot of fun. pick is in right now. We are waiting on them to announce it on the screen. Looks like they're going to do it on the stage. The so pick is in. There's that. Andy Reid wearing the Hawaiian jersey up in the uh, draft room. <laughs> you know, people think these guys are at the draft. No, they're they're back at Arrowhead. No, one Arrowhead they drive. Are, they are at one Arrowhead drive in a conference room stocked full of pizza, and they are ready to go. And Andy Reid has the Hawaiian shirt on. as uh, typical draft specialty is the Chiefs. They're going to read out. The, they're announcing uh, it in Munich, Germany. So they're in Germany now. Wow. And remember that that's one of the places for the Chiefs. Yeah, remember, it's like one really their, pop the Chiefs are really popular. Well, they're there. targeted area. Remember, they yeah. get certain areas where they could really yeah. um endorse, uh, do marketing, things like that. Oh, the Chiefs go cornerback. Joshua Williams out of Fayetteville State. Wow. So Josh Williams to the I've Kansas City. I've never heard Chiefs. of this school. Well, I've never heard of Fay is that I guess that's Fayetteville, Arkansas? It's a, uh, I do believe it's a historic HBCU school. Oh, HBCU. That's cool. Joshua Williams, six, two and seven eighths. He's a big one ninety five. He, yeah, he's, he's big. He's very long. This kind of reminds me of the, um, what is his name? A Legereus Sneed pick where it was like, he, cause he was coming out of, what is it? Louis? I think it was Louisiana Lafayette. And he was just an incredible athlete. Didn't play at a big school, though. 
and got a lot of time to showcase what he could do at safety and corner. I kind of feel like this is a similar pick because he's big. They're he not Fayetteville, Arkansas, dude. by the way. It's Fayetteville, North Carolina. Fayetteville, North Carolina. Okay. It's Division II school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. Yeah, he's a big dude. Six two, almost six three. That's very uh, uncommon for a corner. Yeah, he's a big dude. Okay, I, I can see where they're going with this. He was at the combine and looks like he probably impressed. But it, you know what? Chiefs, they want a defensive back help, man. And they've got three yeah. defensive backs as we sit right now. Like, this is the kind of pick I expected the Chiefs to make at corner. To go out and get a guy who who is incredibly athletic, good size, but didn't play at a big school or... Ran a 4-5-3 at the combine. Yeah, yeah, no, I... Yeah, this dude, yeah, I think for sure this is one of those prospects where it's like, let's go bargain bin, let's get a guy who's really athletic, and maybe we could develop him. This is kind of like what they did with Charvarius Ward, though they traded for him uh, back in 2018. I, I think this could be a really good pick down the line if they can really coach him up right. Well, I, I like it. I mean, I have nothing, no problem with getting defensive backs. And especially a guy in the fourth round, which... If they did get him there and they liked his combine, probably liked his interview stuff, but I have absolutely no problem with that. Yeah. No, at this point, like I, I like when teams on the third day, once you've got all your needs addressed, you just go out and draft really good athletes who have potential. And I think this is a good this is a good move right here. We saw it last year, like Trey Smith, we knew good athlete, tons of potential. Like this is another one of those picks where you look at and you say, Yeah. This could actually pan out if they they do a really good job coaching. This dude's a, he looks like a good athlete on tape. In the CIAA Central Intercollegiate Athletic Conference or Athletic Association Division Two football, which you're looking at, you know Northwest Missouri State, Pittsburgh State, uh, those type of schools. So Joshua Williams, the cornerback to the Kansas City Chiefs in the fourth round, and their next pick. Pick 158 in the fifth round. So we'll sit there and watch that as well. So three defensive backs for Chiefs. Number one pick, Trent McDuffie, that went first overall. Brian Cook, the safety out of Cincinnati. Now Joshua Williams out of um, Fayetteville State going to the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back and look more at Joshua Williams. You're listening to Bink's NFL Draft Special on 610 Sports Radio, brought to you by Window World, the official window of the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs Red Half Hour every day at 1130 on Cody and Gold, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to our Chiefs Draft Special, Jay Binkley, Chris Unocero. The Kansas City Chiefs have picked in the fourth round. Joshua Williams, cornerback, Fayetteville State. Fayetteville in North Carolina. Don't get excited, Arkansas fans. Yeah, I thought it was Arkansas. <laughs> I thought I was like, is that like a small college? Well, in Fayetteville, you know. It's- no, it's North Carolina. Cordell Bolson, North Dakota State offensive tackle, goes number uh, 136 to the uh, Bengals. Um, I like North Dakota State guys, man. I love when they get their chance. That's why I like Christian Watson so much. By the way, we have another quarterback taken, and this is not Sam Howell. Bailey Zappi, who has the all-time record for touchdown passes, Division One. I wondered where he was going to go. He goes to New England Patriots. Now, this is a guy at 6'1", 215, set an FBS single-season record with 62 passing touchdowns 
Joe Burrow had 60. Drew Locke had 44 back in the SEC, had the SEC record, then Joe Burrow went right by that. But 62 passing touchdowns, 5,967 passing yards in 2021. It was air raid at Western Kentucky. I mean, it's completely wide open, but nearly 6,000 yards passing, 62 touchdowns, Chris. In college football and limited games, that is absolutely positively insane. But leave it to Bill Belichick to take Bailey Zappi. <laughs> and, and it's really bad for Sam Howell. Because if you remember at the beginning of the season, oh, dude, a lot of people. He and his girlfriend and mom like yeah, sitting next to him last night. I know, right? And he was at one point before the season started, he was projected to go mid first round. And since then, he he fell to like second round, maybe third round. And now he's still on the board in the fourth round. And at this point, I I don't know at any which at it, where at any point he's going to get drafted. This is like this shows you just how bad this quarterback class is. I always feel bad when they get that camera in your yeah. living room and your girlfriend's whispering oh, to dude, you. Oh, dude, dude. Yeah, I, 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 I was talking about this on, on Thursday when I was uh, at my uh, draft party with some friends, and I was like, I definitely, like, if I was a player who was, like, projected to go late 20s, no way I'm there in New York because I don't want to end up like Geno Smith did a few years ago where he was sitting there in the draft room on the first day and everyone, they had the camera right in front of his face. Well, Aaron Rodgers was and, like that when Aaron he got Rodgers too, or Brady Quinn as well. And they were looking all sad because they weren't Randy getting drafted. Moss. Yeah. And it was just like, I felt bad for Geno because like we all knew Geno was probably not getting picked in the first round. Like it was, it was a shock that EJ Manuel got picked in the first round. But it was just, it looked so sad because he was sitting there ready to go and it wasn't until the Jets took him on, on the second day that he actually got picked. I felt bad for him. I would not want to be there if I didn't think I, for sure I was going first. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you all dressed up in your suit. Yeah. Mom, the girlfriend. And you got to produce another, because you can't wear the same suit on day two if you didn't get drafted on day one and you were there. Oh, I would. So I, you got to wear a different I would, suit. I wouldn't have the cameras there the next day. You got to have a second suit there. If at you're, some point, <laughs> I'd probably eat the bar. I drink Because keep got, in mind, they used to do the draft where guys, a lot of guys didn't, they went and did other things. Well, they got. They'd go play basketball. They'd go fishing. they go whatever. You get the phone call. You you made a team. That's what you did because it takes your, your mind off of things. But if I'm Sam Howell, I'm seriously. I'm going. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Go to the bar. I want to be alone. And I'm sitting there with my cell phone. 
and hoping the damn thing rings. <laughs> you don't even have the hats. The bag full of hats. You don't even have that out. You just save it at home. No. They got. They got. Because I'm pissed at whatever hat I put on because <laughs> it kept passing on me. Dude, so they, even though they took me, they passed on me forever. They just had Najee Harris on announcing the Steelers pick from Mexico City, and he had like this this really cool like poncho on. See, that's their area. So that's their yeah, marketing area. Yeah. So he yeah they were down in Mexico City and they just drafted Calvin Austin the third out of Memphis. Which by the way. That was a guy linked to the Chiefs quite a yes. bit, Calvin Austin. Yeah, because he's a similar type to like Sky Moore and whatnot. So yeah, he was he was very much the kind of guy linked to them. But yeah, dude, I love Najee Harris, man. Najee won me he won me my fantasy football league this year, my big money league. Like he won me it. So I was I was pretty happy to see that. He was the easiest pick ever to make because I did this uh this draft last year. I was in, I was picked him for the Steelers. It was uh Tris Paler, Memorial draft everybody had a team and I I drew the Steelers and you know instead of writing a bunch of names down I just wrote Najee Harris yeah because running backs don't go in the first round anyway but I figured the Steelers would do it because it just seems so Steeler to me yes then when it got to it I said Najee Harris and that's who they went with so I mean just it was almost too easy candy from a baby taking Najee Harris yeah no it was it was a steal there I thought he was like perfect fit for them Big physical back can catch passes. Yeah, no, I thought he was perfect for them. And it's actually really cool to to see him have the kind of success he had, and now he's starting to put himself out there. Yeah, no, I, I like him a lot. So, yeah. again, you know, keep this in mind. You know, when the Chiefs get luxurious name, people are like, who? Huh? Yeah. Who? Yes. And he turned out to be good football players. So, you know, I, I know the Chiefs have some stars here you've heard. I mean, you've heard of Brian Cook. You've heard of Sky Moore. You've heard of George Karloftis. Don't know if you paid much attention to UW football for Trent McDuffie, but the bottom line is one of these guys is going to be better than the others. You're going to say, wow, he's undervalued. Just like Trey Smith last year. Yeah. And a lot of it is you got to find people who are like really good athletes, not necessarily guys who like had a bunch of success in college. And so like sometimes teams take that to the extreme. They're like, okay, let's get Trayvon Walker. Um, you know, let's let's go out and draft guys who were incredible athletes, but maybe didn't have all the tape because of what you know injuries or whatever reason. Um, but I really like that the Chiefs take that approach once they get to the third day, and they just go out there and they get the best athletes they possibly can. And I think that it it, it might pay off here with this with this Joshua Williams pick because it's very rare to find corners with the kind of height and length that he has really long arms. You don't see that he's a wide receiver sized, like a big wide receiver sized uh, defensive back. And if he could, if he could win one of the outside corner jobs at some point in the future, he would be a steal of a pick being a fourth round guy. The last uh, Fayetteville state player selected in the NFL draft back in 1976. Wow. Offensive tackle Keon Smith received some uh, love in last year's cycle. But he went undrafted. Is on the practice squad. This is from uh, uh, ProFootballNetwork.com. This is what they're saying about uh, Joshua Williams. Uh, his scouting report on there. Williams was a late bloomer, struggling at receiver for the first three years of his high school career. In fact, even considered joining the Army following his graduation. However, a position switch to cornerback as a senior propelled him on a path to the NFL draft. Fayetteville star is a small school player with a big school talent. When studying FCS and lower prospects, you want them to dominate. Williams did just that through his D2 career. 
Although the level of competition was a rather large knock against Williams, he did what he was supposed to do to lock down his opponents. So uh, that's him. He's a tall, long-limbed defensive back. Some teams may pigeonhole Williams to Seattle cover three, press man, heavy schemes, yet the Fayetteville uh, product is more versatile than that. And in truth, that isn't even where I believe Williams excels. It's from Pro Football Network. His current skill set translates much better in off-man looks. His ability to turn and run with ease is undeniable. Additionally, he has size, speed, combination, length, and ball skills to add to his allure. So that's what they're saying about uh, Josh Williams. Yeah, I think he brings a lot of good physical traits. And it, this is going to be a matter of how good their coaching is and how good he takes to it. Because if he does take to it with the kind of size he has, he could be a rare prospect. Like, it's kind of like with Sauce Gardner. Like, Sauce is a big corner. If you have a guy like that with the kind of length that he brings, if he can just get his footwork right and his ability to, to diagnose routes correctly, he could be a real good asset and a real big steal for the Chiefs here. He was a nickel corner for a while. 2019, Chris, he recorded a, a CIAA, that's his conference, 15 pass breakups, two interceptions. Um, his uh, pass breakups ranked fifth in Division Two uh, ranks. So we'll see. He was also named to the Senior Bowl watch list heading into the 2021 season. But was it the Combine? So when you get invited to the Combine, you know that uh, you can be drafted. But uh, see, so he was in the Senior Bowl, but he stood out against the best competition in his career. So there you go. Joshua Williams, the newest member of the Kansas City Chiefs. Is now they've gone Trent McDuffie, George Karloftis, Sky Moore, the wide receiver, Brian Cook, the safety, Leo Chanel, the linebacker, and now Joshua Williams, the cornerback for the Kansas City Chiefs. Next pick in the fifth round, pick number 158. So Spags is getting his way in this one. Yeah, and I'm sure that Spags probably went to them. This offseason, they were like, dude, I can't I can't keep trotting Sorensen and Neiman out there. We can't keep going bargain bin with corners. I need some help here. And I'm sure. Because last year was about the line. Yeah. I mean, it was the line just wasn't great. Their linebacking core wasn't that great overall. I mean, we saw some some uh, greatness come from Nick Bolton. We saw some flashes of it with Willie Gay, though he had injury issues that he had to deal with. But like. They had major issues with tackling, especially with Sorensen and Neiman. And those guys were getting a lot of playing time during the year. So it's important that they retool and give him some better guys to go out there and do his scheme. Because Spags was getting a lot of flack last season because of the players that he had out there. But there really weren't better options. They didn't really have a better option than Dan Sorensen as their third safety they didn't have a better option than Ben Neiman as the as their uh you know nickel you know dime linebacker in, in certain situations. So now they're they're actually in a much better position. And you like where they are. Uh third round is what I've seen him. Lance Sirline had third or fourth round that Joshua Williams would take him on my CBS uh seven round mocks had him as a third round player. But the uh, the other interesting thing here, pro football focus. Top 250 players on the big board. 
Number 10 was George Karloftis. Number 11 was Trent McDuffie. Number 22 was Sky Moore. Number 36, Leo Chanel. And number 71, Brian Cook. So that's four guys in the top 71. Three guys in the top 22. And the Chiefs got tremendous value on them. Again, Trent McDuffie's over under in Vegas was picked 16 and a half. He goes 21. George Karloftis over under was 23. And he goes 30. Sky Moore was 22. And Sky Moore goes with uh, pick number 54. So that is just tremendous value. The Chiefs have gotten all over the place with some of their draft picks. Yeah, and it it's it's so hard to find, have multiple picks where you get great value at. So for the Chiefs to be doing it all throughout this entire draft, that tells you a lot about like where they rate guys, their scouting department. Like this right here is the Super Bowl for the scouting department. So all those guys who were traveling around, going to all these different college football games throughout the year, because, I mean, I've seen, I, I mean, I've been in college football press boxes. I've seen guys wearing the polo shirts for NFL teams. I remember going to Florida, Mizzou a few years ago, and I know the Buccaneers had a scout out there watching games. Like, that stuff is, it's it's this right here is the culmination of all that scout work. So definitely, you know, those guys are, are, absolutely counting on the team being able to take their work and get the best players possible. But this right here, this is the most important time for that scouting team. And the the hard work that they put in all fall, all throughout the year, doing as much research on these players, this is where it starts to come into play. And uh, I, 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 especially if this draft class turns out to be really good, like we think it, like if we think it will be, those guys are going to have to get a ton of the credit for the work. Well, here's one on the uh, big board for Pro Football Focus, Chris. Joshua Williams, 117. That's not bad. Good. That's pretty damn good value. And he was 117, and he was picked. 135. Picked with 135. So, again, we're seeing guys valued even more than Pro Football Focus that grades everything you do. It's not just Pro Football. They do college football as well. They've been doing college football since 2014. So good stuff there for the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, as far as the draft since then, uh, Bailey Zappi to the uh, New England Patriots. I found that extremely interesting that he goes there. I actually like Bailey Zappi. He's going to be behind Mac Jones. But you know how Belichick does things? Always have he'll, a backup. He'll flip him <laughs> for second-round talent. Yeah. If he turns T minus one year, if he pans out, like obviously he has to, he has to pan out. And because it's not a great quarterback class, it might not, he might not get a whole lot for him, but if he turns into a competent backup, like let's say something happens, unfortunately with like Mac Jones, he gets hurt and Zappy comes in and has a couple good starts. Yeah. He'll, he'll flip him for like a third round pick, fourth round pick and get some value back. Here's the biggest draft pick. Fans are going to love problem that we've seen so far, Chris. And it is going to be Kenny Pickett with Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm not kidding. Yeah. Like Mitch Trubisky was terrible, got moved out of Chicago. For some reason, his star grew when he was Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen's backup, right? And people wanted him. So if Mitch Trubisky's the starter and Kenny Pickett, who the people in Pittsburgh love because he played for the Pittsburgh Panthers, you want to talk about Mitch Trubisky, you probably wasn't real happy with that pick. 
because this is total look over your shoulder at Kenny Pickett. It'll, if he starts, it'll be week two before they start wanting. But not you can't. I mean, I understand that. But if you're Mitch Trubisky and you look at your history in the league, you can't expect a team to just automatically be like, okay, we're just sold up. We'll we'll give you an we'll give you no competition for that quarterback spot. Well, Mitch Trubisky's gonna have competition, but the yeah. good news is he needs to accept it, chase the annual role, take that backup, yeah, take the big money. Go get your money to be a backup and just do that. But I mean, like he That's when you're a made guy. When you're in his, when when you're a backup quarterback, even a third rounder. Remember Tyler Bray? He made uh three point one million, not a ton in NFL, but still three point one million is a lot of damn money to make here. It would, it would your take career. somebody thirty one years making a hundred grand a year to make what he made, not even playing except for the game in Denver where he fumbled right off the bat. Yeah, like I think that that I mean I agree with you that that would be a great role for him. There's been a lot of quarterbacks who were highly touted but didn't quite pan out that just went on to be career backups that traveled around the league. You know, we've seen that with like Terod Taylor the last few years. We saw that with guys like Jeff George who was highly touted but then fell and ended up being a a career backup for many different teams. So I agree with you. But He's always going to have the label of being the like the the what is it the Danny Bowie of of uh, the 2017 draft where he was taken ahead of the superstar quarterbacks. You know he was taken ahead of Patrick Mahomes. He's always going to be the guy that has that label on him of yeah you were the guy that was picked ahead of Mahomes but you were terrible. So he's going to want to get another chance to be a starter. Even though I do agree with you, you probably should just be ready to be a journeyman backup. But yeah, he's definitely he definitely can't be happy with them going out there and taking a quarterback in the first round before he ever plays a game for him. News: The Chiefs are trading up. The Chiefs will be on the clock again shortly. So the Chiefs oh, wow. have traded back up. It's probably for another fifth round pick, unless it's right at the end of the fourth. But it looks like the fifth because we're at the uh, last pick of the fourth round. Yeah, maybe. Uh... Last pick of the fourth round. Did the Chiefs trade up? Wonder if it's a five and a seven they moved. We'll see where they got, up. but the Chiefs have traded up. And remember when they went and took Bo Pete Keys, they traded back into the seventh round for him. Yeah. So we'll find out what the Chiefs are doing. We're gonna take a time. We'll come back. We'll let you know who they traded next. You're listening to Bink's NFL Draft Special on 610 Sports Radio, brought to you by Window World, the official window of the Kansas City Chiefs. Get ready for the Kansas City Triathlon. Join athletes from around the country Sunday, May 22nd, as they take on the triathlon course at Longview Lake. Multiple race options include Olympic and Sprint Duathlon distances. Finishers receive a commemorative finisher medal, KC Triathlon drinkware, and custom apparel. Free food, beer, and massages will be waiting for you after the race. Check out kctri.org for details and to register. Kansas City Triathlon, Sunday, May 22nd at Longview Lake. Register today at kctri.org. Cody Tap here with my friend Pierce over at the window source of Kansas City. I've got my windows over a year ago. Best quality, value, and price, I think, in the entire area, Pierce. That's right, Cody. We truly do believe that apples to apples, we are the best option in the Kansas City area. And not to mention, we also have certified master installers, which is not a common thing to see in today's world. I've had a great time working with you and Gary. You're a father-son, family-owned, locally-owned team. If you're looking for that for your windows, give them a call, 913-333-6706, or head over to windowsourceofkc.com. We're often asked, aren't all lawn and tree services the same? This is Larry Ryan with Ryan Lawn and Tree. 
The answer is no, we're not all the same. Quality starts with three P's, people, passion, and products. At Ryan, we take the time to hire the right people for every position. Many with forestry, horticulture, and turf degrees. And 100% employee ownership means that you have an owner in every one of those clean red trucks. An employee owner who is passionate about your lawn and the products he puts on it. The same top-level, no-filler, professional-grade products he uses on his own lawn and trees. I think there are a lot of reasons that Ryan Lawn and Tree enjoys more five-star reviews than any other lawn and tree care company. But I also think that ultimately it comes down to the people, passion, and products in those clean red trucks. Check us out online. Schedule a free estimate. I think you'll see what I'm talking about as soon as you meet your Ryan Pro. Visit ryanlawn.com. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code LUCK for a $5 bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code LUCK for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's code LUCK. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, starting trouble. No one likes that. We'll get you set up for some stronger starts. You might just need a fresh charge, and we'll take care of that free of charge. But if it is time for a new battery, we've got replacement batteries that'll fit your needs, starting at just $69.99. You can learn more about our battery selection at AutoZone.com. That's what makes us... Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.